So anyway, we're a couple minutes away from uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me the money! That's the... Uh, uh, that's. Uh, was that uh, his first movie? No. no. I don't think it was. No. It was so good. He played Rod Tidwell. Man, remember that guy? Remember that? He was that? in a few good men before that. Yeah. Oh. Remember that movie? Yeah, that's right. Remember that movie uh, in uh, Jerry Maguire when he made that catch in the end zone and he got mm-hmm. knocked out and Regina King was on the phone? Tell me, Jerry. And then Jerry got on the phone with his wife and said, he's okay, he's okay. You know, well, it was just a, such a great movie. Such a great movie. It and, was. <laughs> and, and the... Um, uh, radio, awesome movie. Yeah, he was in radio. I was, I wasn't a big fan of that movie, but um, uh, what was the guy? Like no, what was, what was the guy? Huh. The comedian who did the uh, Fox Sports, the guy who played his agent, the the bad agent. Oh, and he was. He's oh, a, I might yeah, forget yeah, yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Moore, Jay Moore, Jay Moore. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of. I thought he was great in that movie, and uh, I was, I was actually, I used to listen to his sports show all the yeah. time. One of my favorite movies he ever did, Judgment Night. Yeah. Oh, oh that's another that good one. Love that movie. Right. Hold on. As good as it gets. Hi, we're ready. That? Yep. All right. So Cuba is going to be joining us here in just a couple seconds. Yep. 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 And um, he's got a brand new movie out <laughs> called it's Bayou Caviar. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. Okay. You going to talk about Snow Dogs? Uh, I'm I, I know you love it. But I just watched the preview for Bayou Caviar, which is this new movie that he's uh, directed with Famke Johnson from uh, uh, X Men. X Men. And Richard Dreyfus is in it. Dude, it looks good. Bayou Caviar. Just just look it up. Google it, whatever. Watch the trailer. It's uh, gritty. Uh, looks really good. So, anyway. He'll be joining us any second. Snow dogs, dude! <laughs> That's what I yelled earlier. Hey. Uh, oh, he was like, blown away. Dude, he's also he's going back to Broadway. He's going to star in Chicago. This guy's got everything. I'm jealous of guys. Helicopter like pilot outbreak! <laughs> I can't stand Dustin Hoffman, but I love that movie. Well, you, you get really excited. Wow, really pumped. You get really excited. So we're waiting for him. He will be uh, He will be with this Oscar winner, by the way. Cuba, Cuba uh, Gooding Jr. Cuba on the line. We are live. We are yeah. live. We, this All is right. happening as we go. <laughs> we, we are on the air now. Cuba Gooding Jr., Oscar winner, uh, is joining us on the phone. Good morning, Cuba. Good morning. Let me just say, uh, I'm very good, and I'm really happy. I think we've spoken before, but it's great to have you back yep. on, uh, b- back Thank on the you. show with us. And I got to say, I just watched the uh, the the preview, the trailer uh, for Bay- <laughs> for Bayou Caviar, and dude, it looks great. Yeah, thank you. You know, I um, I was told by Denzel Washington years ago to direct, and I didn't understand what he meant. But as an actor. You give a director your performance, you know, and you leave a film sometimes up to a year later and you see it for the first time and you hope that he interpreted your performance the right way. And having directed now, I realize when you get in that editing chair, you get to choose your takes. You get to manipulate your co-star's takes sure. and make a real statement as a filmmaker. And it's it's been a magical year for me. And the fact that I got um, Richard Dreyfus and Famke Jansen and Catherine McPhee to come play with me, it, it, it really has been a magical journey. And this is really this is Dreyfus like you've never seen him before too. And from the from the trailer, it's very gritty. He's a boxer. He's got all kinds of life choices. It looks. I'm just. I'm very impressed. That's your directorial debut. And I wanted to ask, 
Was it always something? Or I mean, would, as an actor and all the years you've been acting, was directing always the thing you were leading to, or did it happen like... I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it, I think the director's main um, goal on the set is to answer any question asked him. Yeah. And the fact that I got to um, rewrite the script with the original writer, Aton yeah. Goyen, and uh, get to understand each character's purpose where he came from and where he's going in the moment yeah. uh, really helped me to um, guide the ship. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'm at that point in my career where I'd rather direct than act. And, yeah. uh, and it, it, it was a fun journey. I now, see, I would have thought that directing would be more stressful. Is it less stressful being the director than the actor? Impossible. It, it might, it's funny to use the word stress because when you're making a film, it's a miracle in itself. Because so many things, so many pieces have to come together. Um, but when you're passionate about something and you have the vision of the story, you just kind of, you have to let that be your guide. And, and it, it, was, it really was a kick in the pants. Yeah. I got, I got to say, you know, I'm sitting there when I first heard you, when we first, uh, you know, uh, got your schedule, I was excited that you were going to come on, and I'm going through your, the list of movies in my mind, obviously, Maguire, Men of Honor, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and all of a sudden it hit me, holy crap. The O.J. Simpson, the, the People versus O.J. Simpson. I guess, I, look, dude, you were so, so good, good mm -hmm. in that movie, as was oh. everybody. What a great series. Yeah. And Cuba, I never, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Because, you know, when you hear something like that, you kind of go, all right, is it a take where it's going <laughs> to, well, you know, it's kind of like, is it going to be uh, uh, just a kind of a salacious kind of thing? But it was really... It was the performances were first rate, uh, and it was just a well told story. And I really uh, congratulations on doing a great job for that. Thank you. Well, I think that's a testament to Ryan Murphy. Mm -hmm. Any vision? Did you have Sorry. any hesitate? Did you have any hesitation doing that role, or did you sign right no, on? No, only because again, when you have a, a, a visionary like Ryan Murphy, yeah. who comes to you and he says he's going to tell the truth of what he sees in that time period in America. You know, you gotta remember we had the Rodney uh, King beating, yeah. we had uh, police brutality, and you know, in such a heightened way in the 90s, mm -hmm. and it was the burst of reality television, that trial, right. and he said, I wanna put, you know, I wanna put a magnoscope on all of that, and he, you know, he said, but I need someone who'll tell the truth of that role, of that performance, and I said, listen, as long as you, you know, uh, um, put a magnifying glass on that time in American history. I'll do what I can to bring the truth to that performance. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Courtney B. Vance's performance and Incredible. Sarah Paulson's performance as uh, Marsha. It's, uh, it, it was like a perfect storm of events to make, to, to tell the truth of that time period. We, we, we really had a good time with it. This is uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., of course, a brand new movie going to be coming out called Bayou Caviar. He directed it, stars in it with uh, Richard Dreyfuss and Femke Johnson. Also, and I'm going to get to this, coming back to Broadway uh, in Chicago, and I'm going to get to that, but Kelly Brown has a question for you. Cuba. I want to go back to your new movie, Bayou Caviar. How did you go about uh, landing, or, or did you have that idea in your head right away that you wanted Richard Dreyfuss for this part? You know, we, we had went to Richard Dreyfuss because, for, um, for another role. Um, the, uh, uh, when you see the movie, you'll understand mm -hmm. that there's a, an accountant, a Jewish accountant, and he came to us in character as the um, Russian mob boss. Yeah. And we couldn't deny it. Mm -hmm. We just, he, he had went 
yeah. and he presented it to us kind of like how Marlon Brando did with The Godfather. Crazy. And we knew that, uh, that it was something that we were willing to just tackle. And, you know, it's Richard Dreyfuss. His career speaks for itself. Yeah. That he's a chameleon in every character that he plays. But this one was... Um, this one was something we knew that we would be showing a whole new generation of people to a talent that, you know, I grew up with, with Jaws and, and, sure. and uh, you know, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and all of the great movies that he had done. But this one, we knew that we, he was going to give us turn in a performance that was something special. That's it. Like I said, right? I've not, you, it's a Dreyfus you've never seen before. I, I totally agree. Laura has a question but, for you, Cuba. Like Greg had said, you're going back to Broadway. You've done it before. Does this keep you on your A-game? Going back to actors, you know, you're filming a movie, cut, take two, you can mess up. Broadway is Broadway. Do you do this to keep yourself up and ready to go? A hundred percent. You know, my agents called me and said that they're offering me the part of Billy Flynn in Chicago in London on the West End stage, and that scared the hell out of me. Because I said, you know, that's a musical, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we... um, we lost uh, my father last year, who was the lead singer of the group, The Main Ingredient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his, his voice was just something special. Um, so I, I, I challenged myself again with this role. And uh, worked with Eric Vitro, who's my uh, vocal co- coach, since September of last year. And flew to London and did it on the West End stage for four months. And I finally appreciated what my father was about for the first time. So when uh, finishing that run, Barry Weisler um, came to me again and said, would you like to bring it to Broadway? And I said, of course, you know, being born in the Bronx, it was just a homecoming for me. And my mother and father met at the Apollo on that stage. And um, it just, it all feels like it was God's will for me to, to be here now in this time in my life to bring Billy Flynn to Chicago. And uh, here I am. And, and uh-huh. you, hey, the main ingredient. Everybody plays the fool. That's, true. That's, That's good right. stuff, man. That's I gotta. I, I, I want to ask you this, Cuba. I've always. I don't know if I asked you this before, but you know, you win the Oscar early in your career. You know, for Jerry Maguire, Best Supporting Actor, Rod Tidwell, great man. When you were knocked out in the end zone, and, oh my God, I was crying. But, um, <laughs> but you know, when you win that award so early in your career, did it ever kind of did? did did it have a a frightening effect, like a what now, or did or did it um, uh, uh, did it strengthen you? Was it intimidating? How did you react after winning that? All of that. Yeah. But if I had to use adjectives, I'd, I'd say exactly what you just said. Not just to me, but to the town. Yeah. I think I went uh, almost a year without working, and finally, um, I, I met with the director on a project called What Dreams May Come, right. and convinced him that I could play Robert Williams' son mm-hmm. because his son is in heaven, and in heaven you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. And that's how I finally got my first role after that. Yeah. But prior to that, I think the town didn't know what to do with me. You know, this boisterous kid that, you know, was jumping around on the Oscar stage. It's like, yeah. it's almost like uh, not only, you know, I, I think Spielberg came to me with Amistad, and wanted me to be uh, think way in, in that. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm, I'm show me the money. I can't do that. I'm too big for that, you know? And right. I think my mindset was as crazy as everybody else was to work with me. Yeah. But um, I think it was a baptism of fire for me because after that I went into the uh, wilderness of doing these low-budget, 
one after the other, and it felt like going back to film school. Yeah. And I think that was the seeds for me to become a director, because you know I worked with a lot of first-time directors and yeah. spent a lot of time in the editing room and, and creating shot lists and working with different DPs, and I think that's where I found my vision. Dude, I'm ha I'm happy for you. I, I love I love your the trajectory. I love that what you're doing. I mean, the OJ uh, story was great. This movie looks great. It is uh, Bayou Caviar and uh, Back to Broadway. You go. It's great to get a chance to talk to you, Cuba once again. And uh, of course, we always wish you all the best, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Oh, today. thank you very much, guys. All right, all, all Glad the, to be back. All right, all the best to you, man. Good luck with the film. <laughs> thank you. You got it. Bye bye. Um, yeah, I I love him. Uh, I do. He I, sounds I hoarse. I wonder if he's been practicing singing. Yeah, I was like, you know, I wasn't going to question he's going well, to Broadway. It might be. I, mean, I obviously know, he's, if he's practicing for Broadway. He's yelling, show me the money all the time. He's just all the begging time. people to show <laughs> me the money. you realize <laughs> probably we're the first station to not ask him to say that. I, oh, we yeah. respected oh. him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. nobody has after this many years. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They get it all the time. They get it all the time. I, I knew his dad was a uh, famous musician. But I didn't know. I didn't know this. I love this song. I didn't know his dad was in this band. The main ingredient. I'm probably the only guy when he said main ingredient that sang it back to him. <laughs> it's a little, but that was impressive. It's a little, it's a little, this is a great song. A little embarrassing. Everybody plays the fool. Um, we had had him on before. And when I heard that there was going to be an O.J. Simpson, like I said, like miniseries, I thought, oh my God, here we go. Just... You know, doing it for the ratings and stuff. And it turned out to be just so good. So strong. Um, anyway, so there you go. You know, it's funny because as I'm listening to this song, I can hear Cuba Gooding singing it. Because, I mean, you know what I mean? His voice is right in that wheelhouse. Not yes. with the hoarseness that we heard, but, you know. Uh, okay. Woo! Yeah, I never, <laughs> I didn't mention Snow Dogs. <laughs> I We're was, going to. You I was going to go, movie. dude, Snow Dogs. But, you know, I sang the song about his, his dad's song instead. You know, it wasn't because I was afraid to do it, because I certainly wasn't afraid to say anything. It just, you know, you got to pick your moments. got to pick your moments. All right, it's 20 after uh, 9. So we're going to, now we have time for the Wheel of Problems. Okay? So we are going to go get it, and then we're going to spin it. And uh, whatever problem it lands on, we only want to hear from people who uh, suffer from that problem. And remember, sometimes they suffer in silence. We'll be right back. Seriously, don't leave without us. We'll be right back. This is Greg in the Morning Buzz.